everybody. <laughs> okay, so last week's episode, which was episode five, was already pre-recorded months ago, and it was a topic I really wanted to talk about. But since I already had, you know, I already had it pre-recorded, all I did was post it. So this is the first episode in two weeks that I'm recording on the spot, like nice and fresh. So let's go. Today's topic is excessive surgery. Now a disclaimer, <laughs> you got to give a disclaimer these days because people like to misconstrue what you say. I am not anti-surgery. <laughs> so if you're getting on here riled up like, oh, she's anti-surgery. Let me get at her. I'm not anti-surgery. Or if you are coming on here and looking for anti-surgery rhetoric, I don't think you're going to like this one. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not coming from that place. That's not where I'm coming from with this. You know what I'm saying? I am very pro-surgery. I would like surgery myself. <laughs> Say what you want about that. I don't know if anyone's going to get mad at me for wanting surgery, but it is what it is. I am very pro-surgery over here. This is not no episode meant to shame people for getting it in general. This is not an episode meant to put people down. This episode is not meant to degrade anybody who have gotten any procedure done before. So this is not to degrade you. This episode is me making fun of people who excessively get the same procedure done. Like the big old BBLs and the little bony ass legs. That's the type of shit I'm going to poke fun at today. So <laughs> just had to get that out the way because I don't want nobody getting up in arms and saying that I'm making fun of surgery and I'm anti-surgery. Why am I so anti-surgery? Let people do what they want. Listen, I'm the most pro-choice bitch you will come across. <laughs> I don't insert myself into anything that I have no business inserting myself into. Another disclaimer, not nothing major. Um, They're mowing the lawn. So if you, I don't know if you guys are going to be able to hear the goddamn lawnmower in the background. I hope not. If you hear that, that is what that is. Really wish I could record this at night, but I can't. <laughs> Bitch values her sleep. And plus I like to zhuzh, so no. <laughs> not going to be possible. Now that I got all that out the way, let's get into it. Excessive surgery. God, don't we love those BBLs? <laughs> don't we love those BBLs? Yes, we love the BBLs. We love the BBLs. However, when you get a BBL, you are removing fat from one section of your body and pumping it into the other. Now, due to the fact that I never had this procedure done and I am too squeamish to watch videos of it done, how does it work? Do they take it all only from your stomach or do they take it from your thighs as well? Because some of you bitches, <laughs> y'all have these gigantic asses. Like, I'm talking, you are carrying luggage back there, okay? You can build two civilizations on that ass. <laughs> you feel me? Um, Listen. Excessive BBLs never look good. Never look good. Like, if you get one done, and you know, it's your first procedure, so most of the times, nine times, I mean, not nine times, like, a, like seven times out of ten, you know, it wasn't your best procedure, so you redo it. You have two times to redo that BBL for it to look good. If you do a third time, bitch, you pushing it. <laughs> you pushing the fuck out of it, bitch. It's... Most more than likely not gonna look good because you already done pumped your ass up so big that now your legs gonna look thin and then you gonna be shaped like a damn tooth at the at your lower body and it's not gonna look good. You know what I'm saying? Um, I feel like with excessive procedures, once you sit down and you think to yourself, "I have to get this done. I have to get that done," at some point maybe a therapist should be seen. <laughs> Maybe the problem is not superficial. Maybe the problem is mental. Maybe there's something within yourself. You're not confident in your looks and you, you really just don't love yourself. Not if you get surgery in general. Again, I need to 
state that again. <laughs> I need to really emphasize on that. Um, it's the continuous excessive procedures. You know, constantly doing the same procedure over and over again. Maybe you need to see somebody and talk with someone and I don't know, get to, <laughs> get to some point where you feel confident in your body because I'm going to tell you something. Getting excessive surgery is not going to make you happy at all. You know, constantly getting a procedure done and and not only do you get that procedure done, but you get it done over and over again is not going to make you content. So if you get to a point where you just don't like how it looks and you just keep doing it and keep doing it until you fuck yourself up, you need to see somebody. Like, you need to talk to someone. You know what I'm saying? You you really need to talk to someone because at, at that point, it's like a self-esteem issue. Like, I understand, like, you know, let, let me, you know, let, let's talk about it, you know? I understand body image issues stem from societal norms, what society deems as normal, what society deems as acceptable, you know, their standards and everything. So sometimes we may succumb to the pressures of society and how people want us to look. You know what I'm saying? We feel like our asses are way too flat and we want to pump them up. We feel like our bellies are way too big and we want to suck the fat out. But at the end of the day, I know this is going to sound corny and it's going to be like, and people are going to be like, easier said than done. Listen, at the end of the day, you have to accept yourself. You, you have to accept yourself. Like, I'm not saying to not get procedures done, but if you continue to feel insecure because of what people think and what people want for you and what people want you to look like, you're going to be getting a hell of a lot of surgery. Like, you are going to be getting a hell of a lot of procedures done. You know what I'm saying? Because society will never be content on how anyone looks like. You can never be perfect in the eyes of society. So, you just have to be perfect to you. You have to be perfect to yourself. And I understand. This is coming from a Leo, right? We're perfectionists, right? So, we want to make sure we do everything right. (laughs) Perfect. But you got to understand. At the end of the day, ask yourself... What is looking perfect? Well, looking perfect should be your definition. You know, it should be what you feel like looking perfect is. Because if you go off of other people's opinions, everybody have their diff- ha- has their own set of opinions of what they deem perfect, what they deem desirable. You know what I'm saying? There's some people who don't like tall women. There's some people who only prefer tall women. There's some people who don't like fat women. And there's some people who just love fat women. Again, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So before you get any procedure done, you have to ask yourself, am I doing this for me? Or am I doing this for people to accept me and for people to compliment me and love me and treat me differently? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's like societal pressures that make us want to do crazy things, like remove our ribs, (laughs) you know what I'm saying, and get liposuction, get a tummy tuck, you know, get a BBL. You know, for the past 10 years, the BBL has been a crazy, like, big donk it donk like, big, fat, ghetto ass has been what has been in. And... People are saying, you know, BBLs are going out of style and people are not really messing with them no more and thin is in again. But I ask myself, it's like, okay, so if body types are a trend, where do us with natural asses, (laughs) natural big asses fall in this equation? Because it's like, look, some of us was just born with a fat ass. Like me, I got a fat ass. I'm not, I don't got like a big ghetto ass booty walking around like, like, you know what I'm saying? When I walk around, like you feel air type shit, like God, I don't have that type of booty where you walk in the room and everyone start feeling uncomfortable and everyone can't help but to stare, but I got a fat ass, you know what I'm saying? I don't have one of the golly type booties, but I got like a booty where it's like, oh, she got booty. Okay. She got booty, but like, 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 not like where you look type shit where it's like. Damn, 
God, leave that booty. I don't got that. No. And I wouldn't want it, to be honest with you. So let me tell you something. I don't like the attention that the lower half of my body brings me. Right? Because I can't do anything without being sexualized. So when you're getting a BBL, one thing that you have to, you know, accept one thing that you have to factor in are you ready to be sexualized for no reason <laughs> that's the first i mean no not first question of course the first question is are you doing this for am i doing this for me or am i doing this for other people second question you should ask yourself am i ready for people to sexualize the fuck out of me for no reason and what will be my solution to that issue so when you have a big, giant, badonka donk where you could sit about 40 plates on that bitch for people to have dinner. <laughs> you have to mentally prepare yourself for the attention that it's going to bring to you. That can be another thing that brings depression because it's like, you know, of course, when you have a big ass, it's like a distraction. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying it in a way where I just stare at people's asses all day, like just hyper focused on people's asses. I'm saying like you walk in a room, of course, people are going to look over. They're like, damn, like she had a really big, gigantic booty. Like, so you're going to attract attention, like regardless. Like, let's be honest here. Like, don't come for me, guys. Like, <laughs> I don't want to be attacked for saying this because people might be like, that's harassment. I don't, I don't, I'm not saying that with that intention. I'm just saying... So somebody walk in a room with a big, huge, gigantic ass and you're not, you're not just going to stare like real quick, like just do a quick stare and then in your mind be like, damn, that's a huge ass. So you got to mentally prepare yourself for that. And of course there's people out there who are total creeps and total, totally disgusting people who are going to react inappropriately to your large bum. <laughs> They're going to ask to touch it. They're going to make derogatory comments. You also have to be mindful of that. You have to mentally accept that. You know what I'm saying? So when you continue to get these procedures and you get them done over and over and over again because you're not satisfied with the previous time, you know what I'm saying? You're making your ass extremely huge. <laughs> and this is not no victim blaming shit. I don't want nobody saying I'm victim blaming and coming for me, please. <laughs> I'm not victim blaming. I'm just saying it's going to bring that attention. So you got to prepare yourself for that attention. That's what I'm saying. So that there's no misunderstanding here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah, you know, having a fat ass. I mean, my, my ass is fat and people sexualize me all the time. I can't imagine how y'all would BBLs get through life because I don't even have a gigantic butt where I can't fit through the door and, and, and the way people react to me is disgusting sometimes and I can't bear it. That's why sometimes like, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes I like wear like baggy pants or I wear like a hoodie or, you know what I'm saying? Especially wearing leggings. Oh my God, bruh. Bright colored leggings are my enemy. You know that one song? <laughs> I don't know if y'all heard it. That one song where it's like, I know who you are. You are my enemy. You are my enemy. <laughs> That's how I <laughs> make a slideshow and put my picture in light colored leggings. <laughs> light colored leggings. I absolutely, I really, the lightest color I wear is like a, a light gray. I refuse to go lighter than that. Or I wear chocolate. I love the chocolate colored clothing. I absolutely hate wearing light colored leggings because not only do I have a fat ass, but I have thick thighs and, uh, I don't want to say this is going to sound very sexual, fat coochie. <laughs> so you see the whole thing. You see all of my ass, my ass crack and shit like that. And I just don't like that. I don't like how men sexualize me and tight shorts, like biker shorts. Like I own so many biker shorts, but I barely wear them out. In the daytime, like I wear them at night and there's a reason for that because people over sexualize me on social media. Like if I'm posing like in a full body pick or something, I always make sure I'm wearing jeans or like a skirt or like a dress. I refuse to post pictures of myself wearing leggings and you can see my lower half because people just sex over sexualize that. And, you know, it's like 
it's so exhausting. That's something you have to constantly mentally prepare yourself for. So people with the BBLs, like y'all are stronger than y'all are stronger than the Marines, honestly. <laughs> Cause to continue to be over sexualized like that is extremely overwhelming to me. And I can't imagine what you guys go through. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's something you got to accept. You know, there's certain articles of clothing you will no longer feel comfortable wearing because you're so thick. Because you got a big, fat, don't get, don't get. <laughs> you got a whole building back there. You know what I'm saying? You got a whole dinner table. So, you know, it's certain clothing you won't feel comfortable wearing, you know. And when you continue to get these procedures and then you're botched, that attracts negative attention. So when you're botched, it's like a train wreck. It's like, you shouldn't be looking, but you can't help but to stare. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I remember this one time, right, when I was working retail at Target. I saw this botched lady. She had these shorts on. It was summertime. And the bottom of her ass, I think she got, like, those black market butt injections. The bottom of her ass is, like, purple and shit. Purple and black and shit. And I just, and her butt was so lumpy and shit. And then I couldn't stop staring. Like, even though it was wrong and then, you know what I'm saying? I shouldn't have been staring. I just couldn't take my eyes away because I was just so fascinated. I'm like, damn, what's going on with her ass? Is she okay? Like, <laughs> like honestly, I had to fight the urge to just walk up to her and be like, go to the hospital. <laughs> of course I didn't do that. Because, like, that's just, like, so obnoxious. Like, why would I do something like that? But I was just so taken aback by her lumpy black and purple ass like you know so when you're botched i'm pretty sure that was not like done by a surgeon that was done you know in a hotel type shit you know what i'm saying and i'm gonna get to that later i'm gonna get to that later because i actually have to touch on that um yeah you know when you're botched when you get too many procedures done you become botched and when you become botched it's gonna be hard for people to look away and that's also attention that you're going to have to adjust to. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, just so many things. Um, solutions to the problem, might I add. You know, how do you avoid being botched? How do you avoid, you know, all of these things? And it's like, one and done situations is like very like you have to be very privileged to be able to have a one and done situation right because it's like usually when people get their first bbl they go to the cheapest surgeon they can find they go overseas or they stay within the united states but they find a low tier surgeon so of course nine times out of ten you're gonna be botched it's affordable as fuck you know what i'm saying you get what you pay for <laughs> you know what i'm saying so to do a one and done, you got to be extremely privileged. You have to have all the money you possibly could ever dream of and look for the top of the line surgeon. Not everybody has that privilege. Of course, as time goes by, you're going to get your money up and not your funny up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then eventually you will have the funds to be able to get these, you know, correcting procedures. But, you know... If you're like the average person and you don't have enough money for the top surgeon and you got to settle for going out of the country, you know, you might end up botched. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's been plenty of horror stories of women, you know, getting severely botched. Not only that, but ending up losing their lives. And it's like, you know what? The worst case scenario is being extremely botched because at least you have your life. You, you know, you don't look good no more. <laughs> But you still get to leave and be like, I, I'm alive. I can see another day. But for the people who have been not only severely botched, but have went overseas to get these surgeries and then they never made it back alive. It's just very disheartening, you know, and it's like, and for what, you know, just to have that booty to put on Instagram, to, you know, bag a rapper, football player, athlete, you know what I'm saying? It's like. Come on, man. Like, it's just so simple to just tell people to love themselves. But it's like, exactly how do we tell people to love themselves so that people don't end up killing, possibly killing themselves from these excessive surgeries? It's really hard, you know, because you got people who will make fun of you for not having these certain features. And I feel like the problem is society. And we have to fix something within ourselves. And we have to make everyone feel at ease with how they look like. 
You know what I'm saying? We we have to stop pushing our preferences onto everyone. Then everyone wouldn't feel so insecure. That's why I hate when people get online and they state they state their preference without nobody asking, like unannounced, just being like, "I don't like short bitches. I like the tall bitches," or being like, "I don't like no skinny ass hoe. That's for dogs. I like the big bitches. I like the big fat booters." I feel like that's very toxic because you're gonna have people looking at themselves in the mirror like, "Oh my god, I'm not good enough." You know what I'm saying? I, I I'm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not here to censor anybody. I feel like everyone should express their opinions. But when it comes to, like, your preferences, shit like that, like, keep that shit to yourself if, unless somebody asks you. Because, like, you know what I'm saying? That's the reason why. And then, you know, the Photoshop and the Face app. Oh, my God. Let's get on that. Because people will have these surgeries, right? And they'll still get, the like, the Photoshop, like, Facetune to stretch it out more. And then you have young, impressionable minds getting on IG and Twitter and they're like, damn, look at that girl's gargantuan ass. That ass is huge. Damn, if I had that shit, I'd have the niggas going wild. Fuck. And then there you go. The self-hate starts. You got the man on Twitter talking about some, I hate dark-skinned bitches. They so fucking ugly. They look like cockroaches. Well, that girl that's always felt insecure about her skin color, she comes across that comment. And that's the last straw for her. That's what did it for her. So, you know, you got to really be careful with what you put out there. You know, and it's like, you know, people be like, oh, stop being so sensitive, stuff like that. But it's like, no, nah, like, I'm not even like an overly sensitive person. Like, I don't even get offended easily. But it's like, you know, if we, you, we can't shame people for getting these botched procedures. Like, because people like to turn around and be like, oh, my God, look at her ass. Like, <laughs> aunt, she's built like an aunt. But what made her, you know, get to that point where she got that many procedures to the point where she is built like that because of the shit that people say, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it all starts there, you know what I'm saying? Like in the Caribbean, I'm a Caribbean girl, (laughs) Caribbean all day in my country where I'm from. The closer to white you are, the higher you're praised. You know, light skin is very coveted. You know, you have people in my culture that will get on Facebook and, you know, they'll sell, like, homemade bleaching creams and people are lining up ready to buy this shit. Ready to purchase the fuck out of it. And it breaks my heart. You know, I get on online and I see people of my culture face bleached as fuck, black knuckles. Y'all know what the fuck I'm talking about. (laughs) If you come from a country where black people bleach themselves and it breaks my heart, I'm like, what drove you to the point of hating your skin color so bad? This is something I never opened up about, right? (laughs) I never opened up about this at all so not even to my bestest friends but now i'm about to reveal it to the world (laughs) when i was from maybe like age five all the way up until as recent as 2015 i never experienced colorism directly to myself i am dark skin nobody ever made fun of my complexion directly However, I always felt insecure about my complexion between those times. Now, as of seven years, you know, a bitch is real confident now. I love being dark-skinned. Can't nobody tell me nothing about being dark-skinned. I love my dark complexion. Nobody can tell me anything about it. But I was so insecure about my complexion. I hated being dark-skinned so bad. I hated my kinky hair so bad. Every time I look at pictures of myself, I'd be like, damn, why can't I be lighter? If I was lighter, I would be so damn beautiful. That's what I used to say to myself when I was a kid. I have to reiterate, (laughs) I don't feel like this no more. As of seven years, I don't feel like this no more, right? So, I started using skin lightening agents in middle school. I remember this one that I was, that was my go-to. It was the Nadanola bleaching cream. Get it from the beauty supply. It used to be good around that time. 
and IKB Skin Lightning Gel and Skin Lightning Cream and Soap. And I started using it. And then I became like a lighter brown complexion. I was like, oh my God, like. But then I would overuse the bleaching cream on my face and then my face started to get all discolored and patchy and I started to look like a fool. So I, I cut that back. I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to look like that. But I just want everything to like lighten up naturally. So I was gradually lightening up. Like without using the bleaching cream, it was going to take a little bit longer. But, you know, I started gradually like lightening up and I just was loving what I was seeing. Um, You know, in sixth grade, I used to see, you know, the lighter skinned girls. Like they would be like, so praised and like lusted after and i'm like damn she's so beautiful because she lights skin. like please don't go in on me this is how i used to feel as a kid i don't feel like this no more please <laughs> like before y'all go in on me please these are ex thoughts these are former thoughts <laughs> i don't feel like this no more but i was all like damn like she's so light skinned and beautiful like i wish i was like her and shit like that and then i'll just see the light skinned girls like in school it's this grade and they would just be always sought after i'm like dang if i was light-skinned you know i would be killing them <laughs> you know what i'm saying that's how i used to look at them and so i was bleaching i was not bleach i didn't bleach anymore like i bleached for like a couple and then i saw you know what made me stop bleaching oh, i forgot to mention this you actually actually you know what made me stop bleaching this one girl <laughs> i'm not gonna name drop i'm not gonna name drop but because i don't name drop this one girl, she was my friend, and then at the time, she noticed I was bleaching, because she noticed my face was getting lighter, and then, you know, I had, like, a a bunch of hyperpigmentation, but my my face was noticeably lighter than the rest of my body, and she's like, oh, my God, Lynn, what's going on with your face? Your face is lightening up. You look like a clown. I'm like, oh, hell no. <laughs> I said, oh, fuck no. You got me fucked up, bitch. I'm not about to be looking like a clown, because although I wanted to be lighter, I didn't want to be ugly, so I'm like, bitch, no. That's what made me stop bleaching. <laughs> That's what made me stop bleaching. So I, I had to leave that bleaching cream alone, bro. I had to leave it alone. And then, yeah, um, I was just lightening my skin from there on. And then um, I remember in eighth grade, I was so open about skin lightening. Like, I would tell everyone in the class, like, oh, yeah, like, I'm lightening my skin. Like, I kept it a secret in seventh grade, right? In seventh and sixth grade, right? But when I was in eighth grade, for some reason, I wanted to be like so open about it. Like I, I wanted the, I wanted the world to know shit. I'm like, yeah, I'm lightening my shit. And I remember this one girl. I'll never forget what she said to me. I'm not gonna name drop her too, cause I never name drop. The only people I name drop is like, you know, like adults, teachers, shit like that. But other than that, you know, people I went to school with and shit, I don't name drop them. Like I keep them confidential. So this one girl, right? We're gonna call her Amy. Amy, she was a beautiful dark skin girl, beautiful dark skin. She was all like, "Oh, so you lightening your skin?" I I told, I think I told, I forgot exactly how the situation went at first, but I basically told her, you know, I lighten my skin, like, and then I showed her. <laughs> I didn't want to mention this, but it's like, I, so I I kept it out of the story, but I'm gonna admit it. Fuck it, I'm not like that no more. That was like over like 11 years ago. So I had, <laughs> I had the the light skin lightening cream in my backpack. I don't know why I had it in my backpack, but I showed it to her. I'm like, yeah, I'm lightening my shit. And she's like, dang, that's sad because I love being dark skin. I love my color. And that shit said, and I, it kind of hurt a little bit. I'm like, damn. <laughs> I hate myself so fucking much. <laughs> she loved herself. I'm like, damn, I'm trying to be like you. Because in my mind, I'm like, dang, like. And, but I had a different type of self-hate at around that time, right? So, my type of self-hate is I like the way dark skin looked on other people, but I didn't like it for myself. So, I wasn't the type to walk around and be like, you darky, you blacky, you, you crispy bitch. Like, I never did that. I, li- I liked looking at dark skin people, but I hated how it looked like for myself. I didn't want to be dark skin. You know what I'm saying? Like, I-, I was just like, I'll be anything but dark skin, like, around that time. So... That was kind of like my first epiphany. It wasn't a complete epiphany. So we'll call it like a one-fourth of an epiphany, right? I was just like, fuck. I wish I, I wish I was that confident in my black ass skin. But then I just let it go. I'm like, yeah, whatever. You know, it works for her. <laughs> so I just neglected it and shit like that. So time went on, whatever. I lightened my shit and whatnot. And all that. Then... I went into high school 
and shit like that. And then I was still doing the same old thing. But I started to reduce all my skin lightening. Because I'm like, yeah, you know, it's just too dedicated. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just too dedicated. And then I know the one question is going to stick out to everyone. They won't be like, who was buying your products? That shall remain a secret. I'm not going to reveal that. Because I already know if I reveal that, y'all going to go in on person. And I absolutely will not tolerate that. Y'all will not go in on any of my family. So I'm just going to keep that a secret. But just know somebody was buying it for me. I'm not putting that information out. I'm not going to have nobody looking bad. Nope. I can't take nobody attacking none of my family on social media. So I'm not going to tell you that because it's none of your business. But anyway. <laughs> so I started to let up on it. And then like, you know, I don't want to say it started to go away. Like I still had those urges. Like I still wanted to be light skinned, but like I was, you know, becoming comfortable in my complexion. I'm like, I can't just sit around hating myself all the time. So time went by and I kind of started to ignore it because it's like, you know, nobody's making fun of me for my skin color and constantly reminding me that I'm dark skinned every day. Like, you know, some black girls, young dark skinned girls have to go through. So as time went by, right, in 11th grade, I started to have problems with like hyperpigmentation, right? So I would use products that didn't work for me and I would break out on my chest and on my face and shit. So and when it would go away, like the mark would stay there. So I'm like, shit, I need something to like clear this up. So the person that was buying my stuff was like, you know, we could buy that. We could pass by this beauty supply and then we could buy this soap and, and this cream is going to work perfectly fine. So I was using these products and they weren't working. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I'm used to this shit working. Like, why is this shit not working? And I went through like several products and I wasn't able to find anything that works. So I just forgot about it. I'm like, whatever, I'll just cover it up with makeup or something. Now, here's where we get to the part where I have my full epiphany about my complexion. So, 12th grade year. Towards the end of my 12th grade year. So, this is like 2015. I went through my urge again where I was like, damn, let me be light-skinned. You know, light-skinned, light-skinned. What you gonna do with the light skin? So, I went through that phase again. I started getting those urges again. So, I'm like, you know, I bought, I bought several creams this time, right? I told the person to get it for me. And then they got these creams I requested and I made a concoction. I mixed them all together. That's what we do in my country and my culture. You know, when we lightening our skin, we mix several creams together to, you know, increase the power of the, you know, product to work on our skin. You know what I'm saying? So mixed a bunch of gels and creams together, made this con homemade concoction, stirred it up, put it in a jar, left it at the side, used it every morning and every night when I took a shower. My shit was lighting up like clockwork. That shit was lighting up really, really fast. And, bruh, I have the pictures of how it looked like around that time. I looked stupid. I looked ridiculous. That was my wake-up call. <laughs> and I'm so, and you know what? I'm so happy it happened because it was because of that time. I'm a superficial-ass person. I don't like to look bad. I don't like looking terrible. I need to look my best all the time. So, when I saw how I was looking, my lips were dark and then my, my skin was like all patchy and shit because certain parts were lightening up and certain parts were staying the same color. I'm like, oh my God, I look ridiculous. I looked in the mirror and I just was so insecure about how I was looking. It was this one girl I was noticing what was going on with my skin, but she thought I was having a breakout. I'm like, whoo, girl, thank God she did <laughs> She's like, oh, is your skin breaking out? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, damn, other people noticing? I gotta I gotta hurry up and stop this shit before other people notice. So what I did was <laughs> I was tanning. So I would go in my patio and I would just sit out in the sun and, and just let the, my skin get even again, which was really dangerous because you're not supposed to be in this exposed to the sun when you're using these type of products. So that could have caused a really bad reaction. Whatever, I did it, and by the grace of God, God was protecting me that time. He ain't letting nothing bad happen to my skin. Um, so yeah, I was sitting out in the sun, I was letting my shit, you know, even out. Not only that, but I stopped using it, I threw that shit away. That was the last time I ever put any skin lightening agent on my damn face or at all. I looked myself in the mirror and I said, Something gotta change. You know, I can't keep lightening my skin like this because I I, I keep battling it and I keep thinking it's ugly on me. And shit like that. So I'm like. Something's got to give. 
you know, I can't continue to live with this hatred for myself. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck all this skin lightning shit. Fuck it all. I threw the soap away. I bought me some new soap. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna love myself. And that's exactly what I did from that day on. And now everything is even. I love my dark skin. And I, I love the decision that I made that year to accept myself for who I was and stop running away from it and stop hating myself. So I feel like I told that story for you guys to get an idea as to what's going on. You have to make mistakes sometimes to learn. So if you get all these procedures done and you're botched, it's like, you know what, that's one thing, right? And then you attract all this negative attention. Now you're at the realization and now, you know, now you're like, hey, you know what I'm saying? I'm botched. I don't like how I look. Let's reverse that. If it's possible. I mean, this is, these are two completely different things. Like lightening your skin, bitch, you can reverse that shit. Cause melanin and your body is always producing melanin. You know what I'm saying? So you could reverse it. I don't know. Like this is a procedure that somebody else is doing on you. So they got to, and it costs money too. So it's easier said than done with, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, these are two completely different things. So for surgery, I imagine it's more complicated to get that reversed, but it it should be possible. It's complicated though. I'm not going to underestimate, you know, how complicated it is and how rigorous the process is, but you know, I compare it to that because it's both basically the same emotions. You hate yourself. You don't like this on yourself. You don't like how you look. But, you know what I'm saying? You get to a point where you're just so, you're severely damaged. And now you're like, okay, well now is the time for me to get to a point where I accept myself and I love myself. You know what I'm saying? So, to consistently get these procedures done, it does more harm than good. It does more harm than good. You bring negative attention. Oh, don't let you be botched. People are going to stare at you and you're going to hear laughs. That's just a part of life. People are just very critical. It's just a part of life that we have to accept. No matter what we do, people are going to find something wrong with us. So would you rather they find something wrong with their with your natural features that you can't control? Or would you rather they find something wrong with something that you created, something that's manufactured? For me, I feel like that's that's the worst of it all because that that was not necessary. I mean, with the natural features, yeah, you're going to feel like shit at the end of the day. But think about it. You walk around looking like an ant and now you're even more undesirable than what you thought you were before. And with majority of people, like a good 90%, I'm confident that I will say, at first... There was nothing wrong with y'all. Nothing wrong with y'all. Y'all was perfect. But then again, I understand. I understand completely the pressures from society. That's why you have to develop a strong mindset. And then another thing, you know, there there are some people who family members, you know, they constantly drill in their head. They're not pretty enough. They're not attractive enough. And I understand that. You know, it can factor in along with societal pressures. It's a part of the societal pressures. Your family is a part of society. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, it's like, it's a double-edged sword for you. You continue to get these procedures done. You're going to be botched. You get even more negative attention. You're not satisfied with how you look like at first. And then... You get, you know, you stay with your natural self. You're not happy. So at the end of the day, it's like, what do you do? Which is a great question. You know, it's kind of hard in this era to, you know, accept yourself. So I can see where people trust me. I have empathy for the people who have multiple procedures done over and over again but you got to realize when something doesn't look good and when it's just not working 
Like, let's just say, like, I'm in... Uh, okay, let's just say my phone fell in hot water and I kept trying to turn it on and get it to work. It's not working. It's not turning on. So what do I do? I try to get to down to the bottom of it. It's water damage. Get it fixed. Well, you're getting all these procedures done. And you look you look ridiculous. It's not working. So what do you do? You fix the issue, which is within yourself. Get therapy. There's nothing wrong with that. I understand the stigma where it's like, oh, I want to go see somebody. I want to go see a psychiatrist. I want to go see a therapist. I got something. It's, it shouldn't be a stigma, but it is. People are like, oh, that's a crazy person. No. Bitch, if you need somebody, listen. <laughs> I want everyone out there to listen. You need somebody to cuss somebody the fuck out. Call me. Whoever said said there's something wrong with getting therapy, call me. I'll cuss them. Clean the fuck out. I will defend you, bitch. Get therapy, please. You know, I'm a huge advocate for that. Ain't nobody in this day and age, you're not going to shame nobody for trying to get help. You know what I'm saying? Because I'd rather you get help than continue in your ways. You know what I'm saying? So we all make mistakes and shit like that. Now, let me move on to the Photoshop. <laughs> so, don't steal it, okay? And if you if you cite my shit, give me credit, bitch. <laughs> I don't know if I'm the first one to ever say it, so I'm not going to completely take credit for this shit. Because if somebody out there said it, let me know. Because I'm not trying to have nobody sue me or, like, beef with me online. Because, honest to God, I don't be paying attention to this type of shit. I be busy, so I'm a busy bitch, so... I call it digital surgery because you're altering your features in a way that they don't actually look like in real life. <laughs> okay, now I understand everybody use a little smoothie, use a little airbrush app. You know, if you have a blemish on your face, it's okay to correct that. It's okay to smooth your face out, but leave the features alone because <laughs> some of y'all be taking it in this face app shit like bruh i be getting on instagram and then i see i see these celebrities i'm like bitch do you not think we know how the fuck you look like in real life like they be using the fuck out of that face app i'm like bitch your makeup is not that damn good to the point where it literally s slimmed down your nose bitch we know you got a big ass honker on your face don't fucking play with me <laughs> These people be insulting my intelligence. Our intelligence. I'm like, bitch, you know that we know how you look like in real life. So why the fuck are you doing this? It's like, it's okay to like, like I said before, it's okay to like smooth out some features. You know what I'm saying? Your face is a little bumpy. You want to fix that until you go to a dermatologist or you got a little blemish. So, you know, you, you need to run to the target nearby and get some mighty patches. So you feel like taking a picture. You just edit that shit out. We all do that. Well, not all of us. The vast majority. If you don't do that, you're a fucking liar. Because there's times where I've had tomatoes on my face, and I'm like, you know what? I, this picture is so cute, but I got this tomato on my face. I'm going to edit that shit the fuck out. But listen, I don't fuck with my features. I don't slim down my nose. I don't shrink my forehead down. I don't make my lips bigger. I don't make my face slimmer. What you see is what you get. All I do is just a little bit smoothing out whenever I'm having a breakout or I just use the acne feature and then I remove that big ass tomato that's on my face. Because it's like, I understand with like social media, people want you to look perfect, picture perfect all the time. You have to, you, you have to look magazine pretty like... This is why IG is like one of my least favorite social medias because it's like the Harvard University of social media. So you have to be top tier. How Just like how you have to be top tier intelligence to attend Harvard, you have to be top tier on there. You can't get on Instagram looking any type of way. People will really mistreat you and people will go in on you. People are rude. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure y'all are fully aware of that. So... With that being said, I understand the pressures that people go through when they feel like, you know, damn, my nose is looking too fat. Damn, my chin is looking a little too long. I'm looking like Natalie Nunn. <laughs> let me stop. <laughs> let me stop. Let me stop. Anyway, it's like, you know what I'm saying? This shit, everything looking off. Let me alter this shit. Don't do that. 
don't do that. I understand, like, you know, like I mentioned, like, Instagram is, like, so critical. It's like, you have to look like this. You have to look like that. Your hair has to be flowing. The skin has to be shining. Not one piece of blemish. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how it is. That's how it is. So, it's like a, it's like a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. And this time, I, I kind of have to criticize the general public. Because it's like, it's kind of y'all fault why people feel the pressure to do this. Because, listen... I'm in my mid-20s, so I remember when IG first came out, and I hopped on it. I was, like, in high school. Instagram was not all of this, bro. Oh, my God. Like, bro, let me go off topic. I miss old Instagram. You could post a picture of an omelet, and it was just, like, yeah. Like, that was your post for the day. And you could have posted so frequently. Not everyone wants to be all mysterious and shit, and they don't want to post that much. <laughs> I don't blame y'all. I don't blame y'all. But now it's like, you know, you don't post as frequently because it's like, not only is the algorithm fucked up, but like shit like that. Like, I remember like in Instagram's early phases, like we used to, I used to post like five times a day on that shit. Like, bitch, whatever I was eating, I was posting on there because there was no stories. There was no DMs. There was none of that. Like, so, you know, it's like, you, you know, you don't post on those stories. Like, like the daily posts nowadays, like we, we post it on our stories, like the trivial shit, like our out, outfit you know, like, the fucking dinner we had today, the breakfast, the lunch, if we going on a trip, you know, we post that on our story, but back then, you would post that on your account, yep, you post that on your profile, bitch, like, you, you had water today, like, look at this water I'm drinking, somebody gave you a card for your birthday, like, oh, my bitch gave me a card for my birthday, you know, shit like that, you got a new pair of glasses, look at these glasses, guys, like, Instagram used to be so wholesome, that shit used to be so fucking wholesome, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it used to be so innocent. Like, it wasn't It wasn't this fashion competition. Like, you got to look Vogue ready. You got to look ready for the W magazine. You got to look ready for, like, fucking L or some shit. You know what I'm saying? It was like, you just get on there and you do natural human shit. Like, you didn't even have to have anything done. Like, you could have just got on there, like, no makeup today. Ew. You could have posted a picture of One Direction. <laughs> yup, I'm that OG. You could have posted a little picture of One Direction, like, oh, I'm about to see them perform soon. I'm so excited. You know, you could have posted a picture of your shoes, like, shoes for the day, you know, like, type shit. Like, it used to be so wholesome, like, and you just post, like, a selfie of, like, you, like, a- in class or some shit. It used to be so wholesome, like, you know what I'm saying? You used to post with friends and shit. Nowadays, you gotta be, like, posed by some type of beach, like, and it's this nice scenery. Your skin gotta look smooth, like, you gotta look like you just came out of somebody's vagina. Like, you gotta look newborn, like... <laughs> You gotta have no blemishes. Like, you gotta look like you just bathed in oil. Your booty gotta be this wide. You gotta have a fucking 22-inch waist. And, and you have to have the right poses. Your face gotta be perfectly... <laughs> symmetrical, bitch. You gotta have a perfectly symmetrical-ass face, bitch. Don't let your shit be a little lopsided. <laughs> your shit gotta be perfectly lined up. Yo, like I... Child. You gotta have nice teeth. You gotta, your hair gotta be done. You gotta know how to dress. Bitch, I remember in Instagram's early stages, you didn't even need to know how to dress. Bruh, like, you didn't, you didn't need to have no drip. Like, you just got on there, and then you just took your little pictures, and then you posted them, and you were like, yeah, I did that for the day. But no, nah, nowadays, you gotta have the whole drip. You gotta have on Balenciaga. You gotta have on designer and shit. Not even designer. Like, just have something that look good. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, a fashion overfit. But it has to look good. It has to hug your curves and shit. You gotta do these little poses. You gotta put the right filter. You got you, Your shit gotta be high definition, too. Don't forget that. It's so much. That's why I fucking hate posting on there. I don't post... I don't keep from posting on there because I wanna be mysterious. Like... I, I, I keep my life private, right? But at the same time, it's like, it's so overwhelming. Like, it's like, it's like some sort of, like, fucking beauty pageant when you post on there. Like, you feel like you have people on, like, a panel or something being like, I'm gonna give you a five. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I give a nice little cool number two. Like, you feel me? Like, it's just too much. I just don't like it. I don't like it, like, because I'm a person, I'm true to my motherfucking self, and I want people to accept me as I am. I don't like altering myself for people. I don't. That's just, and that's why this podcast is called the Honest Leo. I'm going to keep reminding y'all of the name of this podcast, because this is what it is. People love the truth. People love authenticity, or do they? You know what I'm saying? Like, people always want to say, I like real motherfuckers. Y'all motherfuckers be weird and fake. 
But when the you come across real people being themselves, they're like, oh my god, why she act like that? Oh my god, like why why are you so mean like that? Oh my god, like like why can't you get this done? You need your titties a little bit bigger. Like Glorilla, bro. She's the perfect example. She is so cute. She's such a cutie. Beautiful woman. People want her to get shit done so fucking bad. People want her, like, the. she already got her fucking teeth done. What the fuck else do y'all want? Like, y'all y'all over here making fun of, um, fucking, who's BBL? Y'all be making fun of BBLs all the time being, like, oh, Chinese kitty. She she was just getting dragged on TikTok for, for having, like, a lopsided-ass booty, and her booty was bigger than her legs. Y'all were like, ah, why is she safe like that? Ha, ha. But then y'all turn around and tell Glorilla to get the same procedure done. And Coyle Ray, y'all be like, oh, they too thin. You need a little ass. You need to get this shit. But let them get that shit done. Oh, you don't love yourself, you stupid bitch. You fucking hateful asshole. You hate yourself so much. So you want them to you want them to love themselves, but y'all keep criticizing their natural shape and how they look like and how they came out of their mothers. They were born that way. Y'all want them to change themselves so bad. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, it's so ridiculous. It's so full of shit. Society is so full of shit. That's why you gotta stop listening to these fucking people. You, you can't keep listening to what people want for you. You have to know what you want for you. And that's why I'm proud of Glorilla. Glorilla, don't get that BBL. Be yourself. And again, I'm not anti-surgery, so if she gets it, that, that's none of my business. Glorilla, I want her to prosper in this industry being who she is. I like people being true to themselves. Of course, you have some back-end shit. You got some people in the industry that's going to be like, you need to get this done. You need to get that done. No, I want her to be honest to herself because she's beautiful just the way she is. She's nice and slim and petite. She should stay that way. That's how God created her. That's how she came out of her mother. That's how she was born. I want her to stay the way she is now and not succumb to people's thoughts of her, people's points of view. It's It doesn't matter. It's like, okay, she has the big butt. What now? Does she get an award for that? Does she get more money? I mean, okay, let me not say that. She might get more money. But listen, does she get an award? What exactly did that accomplish for her? She's not going to be immortal. People are not going to treat her with any more respect than they are they were already treating her before. It's ridiculous. We need to stop pressuring people into doing these things. That's why these people become botched. That's why they get excessive procedures. Donatella Versace was that, was a bad bitch. She was beautiful. She got all them shits done. What's the name of that one lady that people always be making fun of her? By the name, oh my God. Oh God. I put this on everything I love. I don't remember her fucking name. Oh my God. I'm just going to forget that. But y'all know who the fuck I'm talking about. That lady that looked like a cat and her face looked swollen and shit. And it looked shiny and shit. She was a bad bitch. She just kept getting shit done to her face. I don't know if it's people around her that kept telling her, you know, you don't look good enough. Shit like that. No, stop it. Like I said, don't be ashamed to get therapy. Don't be ashamed to talk with someone and be like, look, can you please help me? Please hear me out. I don't like myself. People keep pressuring me. Shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Now, back to, back to Glorilla. <laughs> I don't want her to get shit done. And people be talking about some, oh, she hug, ugly. That woman is gorgeous, okay? Let me tell y'all something. Y'all want light-skinned black women to have white features, and it's not happening for all of us. Like, just stop it. At the end of the day, she's black. You know, she has... The only reason people call her ugly is because she has a broad nose that tends to be, you know, on more african-american people like stop it not all black people have these nice slim little noses that y'all are used to okay some black people have broader noses like me i don't know if my nose would be considered broad but i don't have like a huge nose i have like a bulbous tip so sometimes i feel insecure about my bulbous tip like nobody makes fun of my bulbous tip but i'm like oh my bulbous tip i need to get a nose job shit like that but this ain't this ain't about me and what i want done you know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is about I think Glorilla looks perfect with her nose. We need to stop that. Michael Jackson daddy. He terrorized all those kids and bullied them and made them feel like shit about their natural features that he gave to them, by the way. Yeah. All, every last one of them got nose jobs. Because that man was so fucking abusive and abrasive with his words. 
they felt insecure about themselves and they turn around and they got their noses done god knows how many fucking times why because their dad latoya jackson was so damn adorable with her nose her original nose I'm not saying she ugly as fuck now. That's not what I'm trying to say. But I'm just saying she was so adorable. I remember I was the other day I was looking at a picture of her before she got her work done. I'm like, oh my God, she was so cute. Fucking dad had them feeling so fucking terrible about themselves, about their natural features. So they had to turn around and get their noses done. It's ridiculous. It needs to stop. Don't in one breath make fun of someone for their natural features in the other breath you're gonna criticize them for getting this work done if they didn't go talk with somebody or see a therapist the average person does not do that when they have an insecurity what do you expect them to do they have the money laying right there they saved it up they're gonna look for a surgeon and they're gonna get that work done exactly what do you expect them to do it's not fair it's not fair. And again, I'm not <laughs> I'm not an overly sensitive person. I'm not all about oh, and that type of shit. Like, you know, just like, oh, be careful, people. You know what I'm saying? I'm not the type to get offended easily. But I'm just like, I'm just bringing up a really good point because I want people to realize, like, where they come from when they say these things. You know what I'm saying? And you make people feel insecure. And, and then when they turn around and continue to get these continuous procedures, we want to be like, oh, my God, they're so ugly. They look so better before. Lil' Kim beautiful she was so beautiful she was so gorgeous i wish she knew how gorgeous she was before now granted lil kim is an exception for her nose jobs because she got them done because she was in an abusive relationship biggie god rest his soul not trying to shit on him at all he degraded her made her feel horrible about her natural features so she like shit I got this money. Let me change myself up. I don't I don't like the way I look because this man was telling me for years I wasn't shit because of how I looked. He always cheated on me with women that look like this. And it's horrible that she had to feel like that. And she had to make, you know, the influence of some man influence her. I mean, not influence, the opinion of some man influence her. Sadly, that's what happened. And, you know... I'm not mad at her for it. I'm not going to sit up here and be on the little little Kim make fun of train and be like, oh my God, look at her. She looks so, there's some people who have said racist things such as, oh, she looks oriental. I'm not going to say that because that's, that's ignorant as fuck. I'm not saying that, but you know, there's people who have made fun of her and then, you know, again, I can't fault these people because if you get continuous procedures and you're like botched, that's the attention it's going to bring. It's like a train wreck. Like I mentioned before, you're going to stare. You're not going to help but to stop and stare. You seem to wonder why it goes nowhere. <laughs> Anybody remember that song from One Republic, child? What happened to One Republic? No, I'm about to go off topic for a couple of seconds, bitch. What happened to One Republic? Do they still drop music? Because I remember the last project I heard from them was from 2013. And it was that one where it's like, if I lose myself tonight. Ooh, that was my shit. That was my shit. Summer 2013. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> Do I still make music? You know what? When I'm done with this podcast, I got to go check them out. I got to go on Spotify. And I got to see when their most recent release was. Because I love One Republic. <laughs> I remember when Apologize came out. I was all like... It's too late to apologize. Well, I was in elementary school, what? And then I told my mom, take me to fucking Target so I go buy that CD. <laughs> I wanted to financially support these men because of that album. I love that song. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, people are going to stop and stare and shit like that. So it's like, I, you know, it's in human nature. I can't blame people for, like, stopping and staring when they see somebody who's botched. But it's like, you know, those comments, y'all just doing a bit much. Y'all know her history. Y'all know what the fuck she had to go through. Like, come on. Y'all knew that man was beating the brakes off of her to the point where he broke her nose and she had to get it done. Like, come on now. Like, let's let's be, you know, I'm not saying people got to be overly sensitive these days, but we got to learn to have them empathy. We have to have empathy. We have to be empathetic towards others. You, uh, you know, I, I know we all like a good key. If a joke is good enough, I'm going to laugh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
if a, if a joke is good enough, I'm gonna laugh. But it's like, it's a difference between you know dark humor and just something that's straight up offensive and not funny. Like if you say something offensive and it's funny as hell, I'm gonna laugh. But if you're just trying to be offensive and the shit not even funny, I'm like, damn, Shawty. Damn. <laughs> the least he could have done was make us laugh. Like, we are not laughing. Our faces are blank. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, uh, all right. This is a great podcast. I really enjoyed this episode because I've been wanting to get it off my chest for a minute. <laughs> For the longest, I've been wanting to talk about this shit because it's ridiculous. If you are somebody out there and you listened to this episode today and you were contemplating on getting a procedure done, I hope I was able to make you feel better about yourself. If you are dark skinned and you're listening to this today, please don't feel insecure about yourself. Don't bleach your skin, please. I can guarantee to you, you look 100 times better right now than you would if you were to go through with bleaching your skin. You look good right now. Your skin is beautiful. Don't change anything about it. Glorilla, that's my bitch. She's beautiful. Stop talking about she's ugly. I mean, that's my opinion. Whatever people, that's, if somebody's listening to this and they be like, oh, she ugly, then I'm probably not going to change your opinion. That's fine. You know what I'm saying? But don't tell her to get no damn surgery. That's, I won't stand for that. And I hope she stays on her word because I know people may get criticized so many times to the point where they may want to change their mind but i hope she stays on that shit and she doesn't change her fucking mind because she shouldn't and she don't have to okay and a bunch of other people and instagram one of these days i'm still praying for it to go back to the way it was i mean i know it's not gonna happen because you know gotta change with the times but damn it i miss classic instagram where we could just posted shit and we didn't give a fuck about what the what the fuck it was all right so that's everything that I had touched on today. I hope I could have made people feel better about themselves. I hope I could have made people be like, yeah, man, you say what we want to say and shit like that. So that's about it. See ya. Fuck with me now. Fuck with me now. <laughs>